Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We're too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. October 14th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Thursday morning. Hope you're doing swell. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm doing okay. Doing a-okay. Just a big day. Getting ready to hit the road. Haven't done a road trip. Man, I... I don't even don't I can't recall. I can't recall. So uh pretty excited. Pretty excited to to get back out there and uh for a big cats game. So uh uh can't wait, Bart Scott. You're hitting the road today? Well, you know, you just gotta get all your kind of stuff in order. Um cleaning the car, that sort of thing. My car is just disgusting. That you know. Um getting making sure I got all my stuff together, that sort of thing. And then uh, hitting the road as soon as the show's over tomorrow. So, wow, putting putting the miles on your car. Yes. How do we feel about that? Great. We the new company pays by the mileage. So wow, yeah. that's huge. Well, that's great news, Justin. How are you? Uh, I'll be honest. I am tired solely because I got home last night about ten, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I got to watch Survivor," and then I was like, "Wait." I was on vacation last week. I didn't watch last week's Survivor, oh, so I had to sit man. there and watch two episodes last night. So I didn't go to bed till after midnight. That kind of sucked. Uh, well, that that sounds like you got to watch two episodes of Survivor, though. So it doesn't I, sound like I it did, and they bad. were two two pretty good episodes. So I'm I'm not complaining. Yes, they they certainly were. I, I watched as well. I'm pretty sure Roush did mm-hmm. also. So uh, maybe we'll um, well we will we'll talk a little Survivor after today's krc but we've got a lot of uk news talk sports all that fun stuff to get to on today's show as always we want to hear from you on the thornton's text line 502-414-1450 thornton's it's delicious whether it's the coffee or the fresh donuts make a pit stop there before you hit the office and get you something good you deserve it there's thornton's everywhere so make a little trip Stop by, spend two minutes inside the store, and be on your merry way. You'll be happy because you did it. Before we get into it, TJ, how are you? Doing doing good. Yeah, doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, big TV night last night. Was happy that the United States was able to come back and get a win. They had lost, I think, seven of eight games where they had conceded the first goal. And the one win was from Haiti. I believe, earlier, like a month ago. And now that makes six out of the last eight, or two out of the last eight that they've won. So that was nice. They gave up a goal in the first minute and were able to rebound, really outplayed them. Uh, So that was good. Got three points. Stay it within pace in the World Cup qualifying standard, or in in the standing. So the table, as they call it. So that was good news, but... I do want to start today's show, Roush, with the the biggest UK news from yesterday. And surprisingly, 
in a in a week where we have just been talking about football every every show dominating every show rightfully so it could the biggest win in UK history is is on is for the taking on Saturday but but we're we're going to start with a little basketball yeah it was uh, pretty shocking news is it weird that I think it might be bad news no I mean a lot of UK fans agree with you I I, I disagree I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong on that but. A lot of a lot of UK fans agree with you, so I don't think you're in the even. I don't know if you're in the minority there, um, but a lot of folks back that opinion of yours that they don't they don't see this as good news. Uh, and the news was that Shaden Sharp. And here's the thing, too. I initially I read the initial tweet, and it said uh, Shaden Sharp planning to graduate early and arrive at UK this spring. So I'm thinking. Oh hell yeah! Let's get let's add him to the team this spring. Get him on the court. That'll be awesome. Then there was a clarifier that said he'll be there to practice, but not necessarily play. And you're like, oh hell Wait. yeah! I, I did the same thing for what it's worth. I, I read <laughs> I read the headline. And I thought, oh well, this is weird and different. But you know what? If it helps UK win a title this year, then that's what it's all about. Uh, and then I also was a little late to actually reading the article and and figuring out what the info was. But uh, according to a source, they want the the plan is according to Travis Branham of twenty four seven Sports. Uh, while he's strongly considering joining the team at the break, the goal is to advance his development, not play in a game until the twenty twenty two twenty twenty three season. So basically, get him to Kentucky, give him an extra six months ahead of people that are currently in his 2022 class to develop, learn UK system, learn Calipari's practice. So then for 2022, 2023, he's basically like a sophomore heading in to that season. Roush, we see mid-year enrollees all the time in football, but there's no debate, conversation, worry uh, about if they're going to play or not play because the season doesn't start until the fall and they're not eligible for the draft anyways. What a lot of UK fans are worried about, I'm assuming you are as well, he joins in the spring, he's on the team, doesn't play, and then goes to the 2022 draft, change of plans, ready to go. Uh, He would be eligible for what it's worth, that he would be eligible to do that. Hamadou Diallo situation, if you will. That's why Kentucky fans are worried. Right, right. And that's, I mean... I was like, oh, wait, homie, that was, wait, was it great? Because I remember the day that Diallo had to make his decision because that was the day that Brooke and I got engaged. And I was just like, Diallo, get this stuff over with. I had the site all day ready to rock and roll so I could have my free night to ask my lady to marry me. And he didn't do anything until, I don't know, 1 a.m. in the morning or something like that. I mean, it was the the it, just the anticipation was killer that day. Some of the worst I've ever had. And the thing was, is like Shane Sharp's twenty times better than Diallo. I mean, it's not even close. So just the fear of losing him is it Kentucky basketball paranoia? Probably more than it should be. But my my other thing is too is like, I mean, I don't necessarily know the motivation behind it, and I I just worry that this isn't a UK orchestrated thing and that it's 
you know, people around him that want to him to develop so he can just get to the NBA quicker. That that's the part that that really just has me worried because this dude is a complete game changer, complete program changer, and you can't I you can't run the risk of not having him play a season of basketball for you. I understand the concern, but what I would tell folks is that if Sharp or people around him came to Kentucky, and let's just assume that you gotta you gotta take everything they say at their word and that they're being honest with you and they're being truthful. They come and they say, listen, we're gonna play for you. You don't have to worry about that. We're excited to play for you. We want to play for you. But we found out he can't we 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 looked into him being a reclassification for this season, just get the whole process started a little earlier. That wasn't gonna be able to happen, but we did just learn that potentially could finish at the end of the semester, join you all for second semester. I, we ideally don't want him playing, but we promise you he wants to play for Kentucky basketball 2022-2023 season. We just think it'd be best for his development to get him to you all, allow him to sit, watch, practice with you all. We don't we don't anticipate him playing any games. We don't really want him playing any games. Are you all cool so with that? that you, can't, you, you can't be silly to say no to that. Right, right. But my question is, though, is, I mean, I, I, I don't recall Diallo's situations. This is specifics. But why couldn't he play? And it's like, why couldn't he actually play? If I remember that correctly, I think Kentucky wanted to play him and he did not want to play in that instance, which I guess sounds similar to this. But I, I have a really hard time believing that Calipari would allow himself to get burnt on this situation. True. Doesn't mean he hasn't been wrong in the past. It seems like as the Calipari era has progressed, he's he's kind of more and more wrong sometimes about what he is expecting versus what actually comes to reality. So maybe that doesn't make people feel any better. I understand that. I my I've got a lot of questions on him. One of them would be why not why wouldn't he just play for a semester? Yeah, if yeah. he wants to do that so badly, and if that means he leaves after this semester, if it helps UK win a championship, uh, and with the Calipari program, this is the way it should be. You uh, you don't need to plan too far for the future. The future takes care of itself when that time comes. I, I would always just want to take the the now, the now, the instant. And if Sharp would help UK win a championship this year, I'm all for that. And if he only played a semester, if he only played the second semester and helped UK make this awesome Final Four run, he's a big enough superstar to do that. It would help answer those questions about superstars on this team. We all still think Ty Ty Washington's going to have a good season, and we're excited about that. But if you added Sharp, there's your star power. There's your, your, your guy that can take over and dominate a game. And, yes, even as – a high school senior, I think he could step into the college game right now and be able to do those things. That's my biggest question is, all right, well, if he's going to be there. Just play and, him, you and know? He, and, he's like, super, <laughs> and he's super persistent on being able or on playing for 22-23, so you don't really need to worry about him leaving. Why not play him? And then guess what? If he is really good and there's a change of plan on him leaving, well, then you got him for that semester and he helped you at the most important time of the season. That would be my biggest question to Calipari and some of the insiders for UK basketball. Why bring him on and not use him? Because the right. dude could help. I, I would. I wouldn't be convinced any other any other way, any other rationale. He definitely could help. But I'm not worried about him coming on, not playing, and then leaving. I don't know why. Maybe I should be. 
maybe I'm being naive, but I, I don't think UK would do that with such a prize possession that is the number one player and a really, really good one at that. Obviously, all number one players are, but people are talking about this one being a number one draft pick. I don't think Calipari is going to let that sl- slip through his fingers. Right. I don't think he would either, but there's also a chance that kids are kids and they do what kids do. You know, it's a little unpredictable, but I, uh, I do th- it, just the uncertainty is just a little bit scary. I think for Kentucky fans, you would think that being on campus would help. I feel like there's a good culture around this Kentucky basketball team because you have some more experience. You've got some guys coming back and even from, you know, one to the next, like I still, there's going to be a lot of pieces lost, but I still think there's going to be some guys coming back and th- that should be enough to say, you know, that like I, it should be enough of a warm security blanket, but you know, I just, the paranoia it's, it's bad when you've got a guy like this that you haven't had in a long time, you got to make sure that it happens, you know, like that, that's, that's all it is. It's just the fear of like, Oh my gosh, remember when Hami almost left us hanging high and dry? This guy's better than him. We can't have him leave us high and dry. Well, again, and like, oh, just pushing back on all this stuff. You don't have to be paranoid. You don't have to let that feeling infest inside you, Roush. You can. No, yeah, I don't have to. I'm just saying that it's going like there's that was the as soon as I figured out what was what. I went back to that day with Diallo. It's just a natural, you know. And 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 he came back. Like that's the, the, the of course. I'm not saying this is you because you you've got half a brain, but like it's the same folks who just whine and cry and moan and groan every chance they get when there's potentially bad news surrounding UK, and then God forbid when there actually is bad news or UK loses a game, those people are just the biggest whiners in the world. I get it. I want shade and sharp. Two, he needs to be in blue and white playing for Kentucky. Uh, it's going to be great whenever that time comes. But what is, what is worrying about it do right now, and what is pointing out the Hamadou Diallo situation do? You're pointing out a situation where the guy well, came back and played for you. Like so you're pointing he, out a situation where it actually works. He, so. Here, here's the thing, though, TJ, is that made it, it made sense for me for Diallo to not play that spring because that was a team with De'Aaron Fox, Isaiah Briscoe. Uh, they had guards, okay? Diallo wasn't going to help that 2017 team a ton. Shane Sharp is is going to help whoever team he's on whenever he gets there. And I know you do have a lot in that backcourt, but who cares? You want the best players out there. The, that's the part that's just like, why the hell would you have the chance of showing up in the spring and then just not playing? That, that's the, the part of my brain that I don't get. And you know what? Maybe Cal convinces him that he should play once he gets here. Maybe he well, does. But, but even Maybe. if, like... I agree with you. I don't know why he would not play or why Kentucky wouldn't be kind of pushing him not to play. But if they if their plan truly is, one, don't play. Two, just get ready for the 2022-2023 season. Like I said to start this segment, wouldn't we all want that? Wouldn't we want a more developed and a more prepared sharp heading into the one full year that he's actually going to play for Kentucky I would it'd be great news it's just like an early enrollee in football you feel like those guys get ahead of a pack now imagine a potential number one pick I would be for it if that's the actual plan but there's we and I get folks are worried that that's not going to come to fruition 
But what can you do about it? What is worrying and crying on a message board or on Twitter going to do? It's not going to. It's not going to change Kentucky's plan. It's not going to change Shade and Sharp's plan. It seems like this got out there, and kind of interesting that it. I, I was a little surprised that it got out there in the sense of like, hey, this is something that may happen. I figured Roush, when this came out, it'd either be. It would just happen. It, he it's would happening. Just the, or, yeah. hey, did you all know he was this close to coming mid-year, but he decided against it? I'm, I'm surprised it's kind of in flux because what what are the final decision makers, whether or not this is going to happen or not happen? Yeah, I do think it is. We can all agree it is bizarre. <laughs> it's just uh, un- it's a surprise for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just was like, uh, whenever I got the – saw that we were just exchanging expletives on our uh ksr group chat it was just like what in the world is like oh my gosh this is because the initial news is grew great grand you want him on campus as soon as possible but then you you play out all these weird scenarios you realize that like oh he technically could go to the nfl draft you know and that's just the that's the that's what makes us so weird and now that especially we're in the uh we're in a weird, even more influx era of college athletics when it comes to roster management. You just sometimes the paranoia sets in when you realize that, like, oh gosh, we've got this really good guy. Got to make sure he stays on campus for that year and a half. <laughs> wow, sharp, good enough. He can go to the NFL draft too. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude is a freak athlete. And uh, I, did I mean? when did I mention football? You said NFL when you meant NBA. Did say NFL? I don't you sure that. did. You really, really. Yeah, it's early. It's early. It is early. I woke up with a headache. You ever like that? Never happens, right? Oh. Isn't that weird? It's a little weird. Yeah, I didn't Same eat here. meat yesterday, and I think that's why I went unintentionally and went all veg yesterday. How and... do you go a day without eating meat? That that's weird. That's more well, weird than waking up with a headache, unless you unintentionally going a day without eating meat is weird. See, it, is, it was one of those things where I did intentionally want to eat healthy because I know I'm going to eat garbage this weekend. But I wasn't very hungry. So, like, you know, I just kind of snacked. Like, I had, like, carrots and hummus throughout, the, you know. Like, I, I snacked. And then for dinner, it was like we had this, like, uh, stir-fry meal kit thing, and it didn't have any meat in it. And Brooke didn't want it. So I was like, well, I've got to eat this. And... It's like, oh well, I guess I didn't eat meat today. I'm weird. That that's a that that story is is fishy. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know of any six foot five or six foot six guys that are going around eating carrots all day, but especially dipping them in hummus. Yikes! Yeah. F- you don't fix like that. hummus? Fix, fix that today, right? I love hummus and I love carrots, but I can't imagine dipping carrots in hummus. What the hell else do you dip in hummus? Uh, pita no, chips. Nothing. That's it. Like yeah. you, you you put celery in it. You you dip all sorts of stuff in it. That is wild. <laughs> you dip, we dip. I can't believe you've never heard of this. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought that was what every like the the primary use of hummus was to make vegetables that are raw and hard and otherwise not very good. Better. That's why they make ranch. Yeah, but ranch is not like I mean hummus isn't great for you, but ranch is just fat. Hummus is at least has like protein and stuff. That's why it's so know. delicious. Yeah, exactly. I like. I just know that TJ his TJ sees hummus and he just get like wants to spit when he sees it. Just like get it out of here. 
Yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, I got to get out of the room if there's hummus there, man. <laughs> can't stand it. Are we gonna gloss over the fact that Justin just said he woke up with a headache as well. Kind of weird. Two out of the three KRC yeah. folks woke up with a headache. Which and I never, is. I never wake up with headaches either. Yeah. You, you tie one on last night, Justin? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh well, see that makes. So sense. I have an explanation. Mine, mine makes no sense. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, text on into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Did you wake up with a headache this morning on this Thursday morning? How do you feel about the shade and sharp stuff? Are you worried? Are you confused? Or are you not worried about it? I'm not worried about it. I don't – he's going to play for Kentucky. Uh, Cal's not going to let that happen. Any other scenario. And if he wanted to – like why why go to Kentucky just for a semester if that's what he wanted to do? If that was his plan, yeah. doesn't it wouldn't even really make sense to do it. No, I mean it wouldn't make sense. But you, could just you know, go, there's you could you're just right. go right to the G League. You could just uh, you, you you could you could go a lot of different avenues. But I, I'm not worried about it. I'll worry about it when it's time to worry about it. AKA if we start getting rumblings that nope, he's not going to play for Kentucky, Which, but. It's, it's the right way to go about it. And TJ, thank you for bringing some logic in this conversation. I'm, I'm not uh, going to be just walking around like a mess until this happens. Um, let me be clear on that. But I know that what, sometimes logic doesn't matter when kids are making decisions. Uh, there's nothing that bleeds that, that, that explicitly should tell me that it's uh, – it's going that he's going to just somehow leave Kentucky high and dry, but you know, it's going to be in the back of my mind. And I just, I just, you know, it's, it's there. That's, that can happen. And I hope it doesn't. And I don't think it will because logic says it won't, but you know, I just, there's just a little bit in the back of the mind there that that's going to be there. But for now, TJ logic says Shaden Sharp's getting here early and that's a good thing. Yeah, and I understand it. Something, some things that are different, they, they scare and they confuse folks. And uh, it happens with me in some regard. It's just, it's not going to do anything to have a total meltdown right now. We don't really even know all the details. We don't know if it's even going to happen. So it's just not really worth all the negative time and energy to, to freak out about it. And secondly, if it does happen, it's they, they seemingly have a plan. And I, I, we'd have to at least take them at their word. And for all the people that bring up Hamadou Diallo, that situation worked out the way that ultimately it was planned to work out. There just happened to be a little drama with it because Hamadou Diallo was Hamadou Diallo. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say just because we have a situation like that, that it means every other person is going to to leave Kentucky without ever playing because that really has not happened. So anyways, that's our thoughts on on Shaden Sharp. Roush, this time tomorrow, we probably won't even be tar- talking about him. We'll be no. talking football. Later this show, we'll be talking football. But you got to start with the news of the day, and that's what had everybody confused, head-scratching, worried, excited maybe. If I – let's do this. How would you want this all to work out? Let's say you get to, you get to pick how this works out. Now we know that this may happen, may not happen. What are you going with? I'm going with hold up real quick. Let me look up the UK basketball schedule. All right, briefly. I'll go. I'll go while you do that. Okay. I'm 
All right. In a perfect world, I'd say that he plays second semester, helps UK win a championship, and then if he wants to come back, have a full season, I doubt he would do that, obviously. Um, then maybe you worry about that or not. That that would be, I guess, what I would – that would be option one for me. Yeah. Option two – Kentucky would, plays Missouri December 29th. There we go. Open SEC play. I think 22nd fall semester might still be going on against Louisville. Wouldn't it be great if he just came out and dropped 30 on Louisville in his first so, game? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. God, so be good. That'd be good. Man, clean how play. bad is Kentucky going to beat Louisville in basketball and football this year? Well, how many points total? Uh, I mean, it's got to be tough, like 50, tough, right? Tough, tough to say. I went, I was going 60. Yeah, because it's probably 30 points in football at least. 35. Yeah, they, they, I, they won't get humiliated in basketball. It'll it'll be like sixteen. I, I no, nah, I think Kentucky'd win by like twelve or ten if I were guessing today, because just the style of play that Max going to kind of force in that game. It's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be muddied up. It 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 probably be in like the fifties, low sixties. So. I, I don't think Kentucky's yeah, gonna they, humiliate them. They, they do have a super six too. We can't forget that. Yeah, people do oh. forget that. And I think Louisville's an all right team. I think they'll finish around like fifth in the ACC, give or take a spot or two. So, and that you know that's a tournament team. I don't think they're the the wife and I were talking on our walk yesterday that uh, the goal really for Mac this year is second weekend of the tournament. Anything less, probably need to move in a different direction. And, yeah, but I mean, that's uh, anything, something he's never done. Fine with. It's something he's no, never he hasn't. Done. He, he he hasn't. And the Gosh. the wife's overall sentiment was like, we're not letting the bar be lowered to like just making the tournament. Like we, th- this needs to be a program that that gets to the second weekend, Sweet Sixteen at an absolute minimum. But I, it, and I, and I agree with her. U of L should U of L historically should not get to a point that, like IU where it's just like, hey. Let's win one tournament game. How about that? Huh? Everybody in on that one tournament game? We, we're, we're worried about getting to the tournament, not winning one game. We got to get there for, before we can win one game. For Indiana, it's win one big ten tournament game. Yeah. That's that's what Yeah, so is. yeah. So I think you will be all right. I, I I don't think if I was guessing today that they'd get to the second weekend, but I do think that they'll get to the tournament and be like a six or seven seed or something like that, somewhere in that ballpark. But uh, so the option number one plays for Kentucky this season. You're right, Roush. Option one, one, one would be uh, come back for the UVL game, drop thirty. Everybody has a a real real hoot nanny of a time when that happens. Option two would be all right, come to UK, do that if that's what you want, and then just train, practice, and then hit the ground running for 2022, 2023. And then obviously option number three would be let's just keep the status quo, not rock the boat too much. You stay mm-hmm. in high school, you join us in the spring next year, you join us in the summer next year, and and everything goes according to plan. But those would be my list of how I'd want this all to go down. If I had uh, it I my like way. That. That's, that's, that's a good that's a good order. A good order of operations. PIMDOS. What about you? Is that similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I was just trying to figure out the date at which he could potentially play. And I, I th- it's either that 22nd as soon as the, the semester's over, or they got to wait until it's the semester technically starts and you can enroll, and then it would be like January 4th. I, I, w- I would believe, too, that Cal would make sharp, like, slowly come along as well there was a couple times in that 2017 season where we thought he was going to throw diallo in though i forgot who got hurt if it was briscoe with like a finger or something or maybe fox 
And we thought they might throw Hami in there with Dominique Hawkins and Co. So I don't know. We'll see. And maybe you learn from that. Like they should have played Hamadou Diallo that season. You're yeah. right that like that was the debate then, and it was kind of annoying. But like you, you the, the the conversation was, can he help you at all? And if he can, then maybe you should use him. I, I just refuse to believe an athlete like that couldn't have helped you to some degree. Like that, no, he's not playing over the starters, but shockingly more than just the starters playing a basketball game even if he goes out there and gives you four minutes of some some solid defense uh, that that could help you out so if you remember that that was the talk all that season if sharps i will say this if, well we need to go to a break too but if sharp is on the bench that, that's going to be the conversation roush and it could potentially be a distraction that's one thing maybe we didn't bring up yeah, here in this segment true. that we should have where it's just the will he won't he situation can always be in the back of players minds coaches minds because you know media and fans are going to consistently bring it up if that's a situation if that's a scenario so we'll see we'll talk more about it let's go to a break get your text in the thornton's text line 502-414-1450 we need to talk uk georgia this weekend as well this is krc on the big x we'll be right back Roush implying nerds can't have sex, so he's telling us Duke was adopted. Oh, oh man. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. What a good one. I just Boom. Put, put him in a coffin. So now he's whoever dead. that texture is is now my new co-host. Good, clean family fun on the Thornton's text line. Never did get that new co-host, unfortunately. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, still doing radio with Nick Roush. Fun first mm. segment there. Second, buddy. So Duke not happy that dad's leaving him for the weekend. No, no, not at all. He's He's been very upset. So luckily there's a bye week, though, so spend a lot of time with him next week. Did you remind him that the cats are in the cradle? No, I did not. In the silver he does, spoon, he does say meow whenever he sees a cat now, and it's like a meow. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cute. That is it's that's cute, 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 cute guy. Well, Roush will be there when the cats take on Georgia. Meow down in Athens on Saturday, Catterday, if you will. Let's just do kind of our little prelim checkup. How how are we all feeling about the game, Justin? As an outsider. It's Thursday. How you feeling? Um, I said earlier in the week, and I think it probably still holds true today. It depended for me. It depended on Oxendine. If he was out, or if he was in, I would have taken Kentucky in the points all day. Oxendine being out, I'm gonna take. I feel like Georgia in the points, but I don't know. Twenty three is a lot in a game of this caliber, so that kind of has me concerned. I do think I do truly think Kentucky keeps it close at least for a half, maybe three quarters. Maybe even the whole game, but I I just don't see a scenario where they win. That seemed as wishy washy as an answer could potentially yeah. ever. I mean, get. that yeah. is just that is the most Justin Kalen Scooter Dingus wishy washy. So they may cover if they were healthy. I think they definitely would cover, but now I'm not so sure. All right, they may me, or they may not. Let me let me get off my fence here. Kentucky does not cover with Oxen Dine out. No, shut the hell wow. up. 
Terrible take. See, now I'm going to get roasted on the text line. That's yeah, why I tried to do it. Get off. You have a backbone, all right? It's okay if you get roasted. It, we all get roasted from time to time. Sometimes we deserve it. Sometimes we don't. I do find it odd that you a defensive lineman's injury will determine whether or not you think a team covers. I mean, maybe winning as a 20-point dog, but covering a 22-point spread? Well, that you all – I, I, I get it. You all have everything to do with that, though. I mean, the, the beginning of this week when we were talking about him and how well George or how well he'll stop George's run, and George is a good running team. So with him out, that I just yeah, I, I think Georgia covers that. I don't know. I, I think I, I think that rationale can check out that you think that hey, Kentucky being so thin up front, that's not good news against a team that wants to establish the run. So had Kentucky been at full strength at that position, I think things could have gone differently. But now that they're playing people that don't generally get a lot of clock, I think Georgia's going to have their way in the run game. I, I think that can check out. Uh, but I do think it's kind of funny. Justin thinks it's like a hot take to think Georgia's going to cover. The The spread is what it is because you're getting ideally 50% of the bets one way, 50% of the bets the other way, Justin. So a lot of people do think Georgia's going to cover. You're not on an I, island with I, that I, take. I, I didn't think that was a hot spread from a national perspective. But anytime you're on a Kentucky show and you go against Kentucky, that's kind of a hot take. No, nah, it's not. Nah. I mean, we uh, we all Justin, pick we need you to go against. Kentucky we do. More. We do. Yeah, you need to be that guy for us. Okay. Well, suck, we it, wild, to... suck it, Wildcats. Good luck covering. How about that? Is that what you want? We do just want you to give your honest opinion more than anything. But it's not. Don't don't force pro or positive UK takes just because this is not butt slapper radio. I'm not sure if I'd mention that. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't intentionally. Give Good. butt slapper takes. Good. That's that's not my intention. That's what I like to hear. That's that yeah. you're fine. You're fine by me. Uh, that that's that's all hunky dory. Roush, where are you at on Thursday? Confidence level. It's it can be like a roller coaster, ebbs and flows of emotion throughout the week. Where where are you at today? Oh, Kentucky's winning outright. That, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm completely bought in. And here's the thing too is I don't mind like if I do get hurt. Like come on. Uh, but because I, I spent a lot of time yesterday, it was my one big take for this week, and I shared some of it Monday. But I spent a lot of time yesterday writing down that one big take. You can find it on KentuckySportsRadio.com. And I, the guys, the, the players have kind of echoed this sentiment, but the blueprint to knocking down these doors, as Mark Stoops likes to say, is you kind of slowly chip away, and then you hit them with a knockout punch. And... Kentucky slowly chipped away at Florida, and now they've won two out of four there. Uh, the I think the biggest difference between Florida and Georgia is that to overcome those, and you know I, I didn't mention this in the story, but Kentucky was close. Like they had Florida on the ropes much more frequently in Georgia. Those moments are much more fleeting. But the difference between those two teams is that Florida is much more gimmicky than Georgia. Uh, Georgia is similar to Kentucky. Kentucky's just like Georgia light. They're going to play strong, sound defense. Uh, they're not going to do a bunch of flashy stuff where you can scheme up things to try to beat them. They're just going to play sound football. They're going to have great running backs. They're going to get downhill, and they can be just an absolute machine. And if you don't take advantage of your opportunities, then the games can get out of hand quickly. And I kind of had a running tally. I know 
that a 42 to 17 game doesn't sound like it's close, but Kentucky had a chance to take a lead, you know, well into the second quarter and they dropped a touchdown, you know, like they, they've had these moments where, Hey, you're getting ready to force Georgia to kick a field goal. And it's only going to be a one score game and you're going to be able to retain momentum. Instead, Deandre Swift makes a cut, breaks Mike Edwards ankle scores 20 yards. And then you can't really, get that momentum back from that team. They've had moments where they've been close, they've chipped away, and the the mentally they've gotten past that hurdle where they believe they belong on the same field as George and they can beat this football team. Now it's a matter of playing a clean football game and, and being opportunistic. So uh, I, they, they've shown me over the last two weeks that they can play a football game, a clean football game. They've cut down the turnovers. They've executed on offense. Uh, so you have to it, – it's much easier said than done, and it's a lot more difficult against this defense. But I don't think Kentucky is going to shy away from what it wants to do. They think they can run the ball on this team, and nobody's been able to do that. And here's the thing, too. They should be able to. They've got the best offensive line that that Georgia's faced. Clemson's offensive line stinks. Their running backs stink. Kentucky's got better offensive line and running backs than Clemson. They've also got a quarterback that can run – put them on their heels as well. So uh, a lot is going to be riding on Will Levis's shoulders. But I, I think the biggest hurdles, that kind of mental block that you can have against a Goliath like Georgia, I think that's gone. And now it's just a matter of playing your right football and then letting Georgia shoot itself in the foot a time or two. Because this Georgia team, if there was ever going to be, a like from a timing standpoint, if there's going to be a time to lose – it's right now before they get JT Daniels, Dominic Blaylock, George Pickens, before they get their injured offensive stars back in the game. They're down to about like three, uh, and two of those guys are playmakers, or, or excuse me, are tight ends. So uh, they got running backs and tight ends right now. That's the kind of game Kentucky's defense can play well against. Now it's playing a clean offensive game and then taking advantage of big opportunities. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I – am kind of the same level of confidence that I've been. I think Kentucky's going to be competitive. I think Kentucky's going to be able to do some good things. And uh, I still think Georgia's probably going to come out on top, though. But that being said, the rushing attack, everything you said was spot on, Roush. Kentucky should be able to run the ball on them. And the, and the beauty of Mark Stoops' philosophy with establishing the run game, being dominant in the trenches – having the best offensive line, obviously, that you can, always making that a priority, putting an emphasis on that, is that when it works, if if it if it if it should work every game, if you can get it to work every game, it's pretty unstoppable because you're all you're really saying is go get us four yards. I go go get us four yards this carry. Go all right, all right go get us four yards another carry. And you continue to move the chains. It's slow. It's steady. You got to be patient. You can't turn the ball over. Everybody needs to obviously be on the same page offensively. But that it can really – all you're asking is for three or four yards against Georgia. Georgia's defense is awesome, but certainly this offensive line can do enough to get their running backs three or four yards. All right, do it again. Okay, do it again. You move the chains. Now, if you, you know, you can get behind the chains if you want to take a passing attack or whatnot. But if Kentucky's offensive line is up for this challenge, if they're as good as we think they are, and I think that they are, then you should be able to, to control the clock, control the game, keep your defense off the field, 
and slowly and steady drive Georgia and Roush one or two long drives for UK. If this goes the way that I think Mark Soups ideally would want it to go, the way that we would hope UK's offensive line can do some of the things that we want them to be able to do. One or two really long drives, that can really be deflating for a defense. And it can keep an offense a little out of rhythm. And and we know Georgia's going to want to run the game. I don't envision them abandoning that on their home field. But if Kentucky can start hot, maybe you make Georgia feel like they got to throw a little bit more. Uh, Kirby Smart has just been super complimentary of Kentucky's defense about how it all looks kind of the same, but that's really just one or two or three big key differences. And it's really hard for an offense and a quarterback to kind of realize what exactly is the difference. So boom, you make them throw a little bit more, you force a turnover. There, there, there is avenues. There are paths for Kentucky to get a lead in this game. And, and like we talked about yesterday, get that nervous energy in Sanford stadium, get the crowd. Oh, this mm-hmm. is our dream season. We thought we were the best team in the country and Kentucky's in our place playing well. There is a path for that, but it starts with the offensive line, being able to just move the ball, move the chains, take your time, win the time of possession, and then if you can get a little bit of a lead, put a little bit of pressure on Georgia, this defense can can get them out of their comfort zone, get Georgia out of their comfort zone, which is for them running. Uh, and the funny thing is they could you could have this exact same game plan for Georgia against Kentucky. Hey, we got to be able to run. They're a little thin up front. We can, we can establish the run, establish the clock, get ahead on Kentucky, make Will Levis throw. Yeah, Wondell Robinson's really good, but if we can force somebody else to step up, we can force Will Levis to turn the ball over, and boom, we can get a 14, 21-point lead. And before you know it, we're kind of cruising. We got Kentucky out of their run game. That's what Kentucky wants to do against Georgia. It kind of goes both ways in this situation. But I, I think Kentucky's offensive line should be able to do it more so than I think Georgia should. Or – they should, at least. I think with the talent on Kentucky's offensive line, you got to be able to make it happen. Yeah, and, uh, you know, some of that is making sure, you know, Georgia's going to run Ox's at Ox's play replacements. Uh, to, just, uh, to Justin's point, man, I'm stammering all over my words right there for no reason at all. Because R- Ripka is good, but I don't know if he's got enough meat on that chicken wing to withstand all those double teams. So they're going to be rolling a true freshman out there, some and Khalil Sanders. So it's going to be a tough challenge. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but I do just like I got to remind everybody that Kentucky held Georgia to 14 points last year. The fewest they scored all season was 27, and every like they scored at least 27 in every other game last year. Kentucky held them to 14 points. Um, they I, there was a couple possessions too. At one point, UK was down on the 25, and they had to punt that possession. You can't you can't let those scoring opportunities go to waste I, I remember against that. a team like that. You know, you just you just can't. So I uh I think that this UK team is obviously better than last year's, but George is different too. They're they're better too. That kid in the middle, 99, he just he that was the guy we talked about yesterday that just looks like an alien. <laughs> I mean, an absolute beast. So it's, it's going to be a challenge, there's no doubt about it. But if you get one of those long drives that ends in a touchdown, you get an explosive play, and then you don't go three and out. You can't have the four to three and out stuff anymore. Like That's just, you know, it's, it's, it's not acceptable. But I do think, too, that we're going to know pretty early what this game is going to be like. If Kentucky – Georgia could just be an absolute machine and an absolute wrecking crew. 
and mow the cats down in the first possession, and you realize this might be this could end up being a long Saturday. But if Kentucky hangs around and maybe they got a counter punch or they come out and score quickly, then this is going to go down to the wire. I I, I I see it really going one of two ways. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, there uh, probably multiple ways, more than just one or two, but uh, I, I agree with that sentiment. I. I feel like, you know, we're, we're kind of going in circles talking about how we feel about this game, what Kentucky should be able to do, what they shouldn't be able to do. I said it mm-hmm. yesterday. I'll say it again. I, I, I am more confident in UK's offense being able to move on Georgia than I am UK's defense being able to consistently get stops. But that being said, with the offense, it's going to come down to those third and shorts, Roush. And, and, and you're right. You cannot do what you did against Florida. You got to be able to pick up, move the chains. I think a lot of this game plan – is on Liam Cohen and Will Levis. We're talking about UK being able to run the ball, offensive line versus Georgia's defense line, all that fun stuff. But Will Levis can't make any stupid mistakes, silly mm-hmm. mistakes, bad turnovers, can't shoot yourself in the foot. That's going to be drilled into him this week. You know that. especially. And it seems like Kentucky, so many of these turnovers this season have just been in terrible spots, either – and not that's not Will Levis's fault always, but uh, either deep in our own territory there's a turnover, whether it's a fumble or interception, or – being able to punch it in and, and, you know, Chris Rodriguez has had some of those turnovers and some of those fumbles. So uh, it, the opportunistic turnovers on the defense, that'd be great. If, if UK could uh, force some of those on offense, that's where it's been some issues this season with the turnovers, but uh, let us can't do that. And then Liam Cohen, you got to be creative. You got to, I'm not saying take chances in the sense of like deep shots and trick plays and all that stuff. But if you, if you plan on doing some play actions or misdirections or a little bit of RPO or something along those lines on their th- on those third and shorts, I'm fine with it, whatever it may be, just make sure it works. Cause I think that's, I think we'll look back on Monday and we'll look at third down conversions and say, ha ha, that's why Kentucky was in this game, had a chance to win or did win. Or we'll say, well, if you if you never converted third downs, if you were that bad on third down percentage, you never really had a chance. You weren't moving the chains nearly consistently enough. Uh, so I, I that third and the shorts because Kentucky will they're going to be able to they're going to run on first down. I bet a lot, Roush, just to be able to make it second and and six. Give yourself a chance. Uh, maybe even give yourself a chance on fourth down if you decide to go that route. And second and second and six, second and five puts the defense in a tough spot because it they you you can't just assume that they're gonna run it. They could take their shots. It really keeps the defense on their toes. And then you may run it and you get down to a third and two. And and, and those are the ones you got to punch through. That's where Kentucky will win, lose, or make it a competitive game, depending on what they did on third down. And people do forget how abysmal they were against Florida. People do forget because Kentucky got the win. So do what you got to do to get this win. That would be my best advice. For do Kentucky. what you want when you're popping. At the end of the day, I think if Kentucky can score more points than Georgia, they're going to be in a pretty good spot. I think you're right. That's a man. Great takes. Justin, do you got any fire takes like that? That's what um, we're looking for. I was just going to say, I don't, I may or may not know the outcome of what the game's going to be, but after listening to analysis on the game all week, I could say with pretty well certainty that the under is a safe play in this game. Yeah. I, 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 it, it is a short number. I think it's like 41 44. or something, but uh, Kirby likes to play in the mud. He, especially in games like this against, I know Kentucky doesn't qualify as a top 10 opponent, but I think it's something like the unders hit 
in 12 out of the 15 times he's played against top 10 opponents. So, you know, something to think about. Pretty, pretty nutty. That's for sure. Uh, all right, let's go to a break. Hour one done. Sound good to you all? Sounds good to me. I'm about Sounds to great. post a video of Kentucky basketball coaches and players throwing out first pitch at Lexington Legends game. And Chin Coleman, yikes. Oh, not a good one, huh? Yeah, check out the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group uh, during the Daily Double Break. Yeah, Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group. We'd love to see you there. we got a lot more to get to in hour number two, including a jam-packed Thornton's text line. Someone's making us laugh already. Keep them coming. 502-414-1450. You text it in. We'll read it on air. Hour two of KRC coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Thursday morning. We appreciate you listening. You can find KRC wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Kentucky Roll Call. And no, the are we still having any issues with Apple, Justin? Uh, not that I've been able to tell. At least I haven't gotten any grief from anyone. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I haven't heard any guff either. So that's that's been nice. We go seven to nine for two more days replay, nine to eleven. But then Michael Bennett, Mr. Alan Cutler, they will be doing a show from nine to eleven starting on Monday. And they may, I think maybe Cutler may join us a little bit on Monday just to talk about the show. Remind folks that it's coming on. But the Big X, bigger, X-ier than ever. Man. And we still have our longtime friendship with Salsaritas, Roush. Yeah, I mean, I, that's one friend you can't afford to lose. Sometimes you, you know, you go away to college, you, don't, you, you have kids, you just don't talk to some folks as much as you should. That can't be the case with Salsaritas because they're deliciously different out there. They have wildly addictive chips, fresh-made salsa, tasty guacamoles. Oh, man, it's just you can't go wrong with Salsaritas, whether you're getting a burrito bowl, a quesarito, a quesadilla. They've got it all at one of the, at both of their locations, one in St. Matthews on Hubbard's Lane and one in Middletown on Shelbyville Road. That one's got a drive-through. It's nice and convenient. Just download the Salsaritas app before you go. Trust me, you're going to get so much Salsaritas back. You're going to be up to your neck in chips. Mm-hmm. Get the Salsaritas. Maybe even splurge this weekend. Get the Nacho Table Tailgate when you and your friends get together to watch the cats play the dogs. It's a great time. to. Every day is a great day to enjoy Salsaritas. It really is. And I. What, what are your... Well, if you weren't... If you didn't have to cover the game... You'd just be watching at home, right? You don't like you don't like watching it with big groups. No, I watch it with big groups just at home. I don't go to bars. Okay, so you're fine with a lot of people. Just got to be at a house. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I, I yes. Yeah. It's gonna be some major league watch parties throughout the bluegrass this weekend. It's a big game. Number one versus number eleven. CBS folks. I'm sure folks across the state are gonna be doing it right. Let us know what your plans are. 
for the game on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Thornton's, download the Thornton's app, become a Refreshing Rewards member, and you're going to save money every time you fill up at the tank. That's a good thing, and you'll save money also on little goodies inside the store. But gas right now is ridiculous. It's been that way all summer. Roush, I'm sure you probably agree. We, we're all missing some mean tweets right now, aren't we? Mean tweets. <laughs> it's a conservative thing. There's, they say that they'll send a picture of gas prices and they'll say, I could go for some mean tweets versus this right now, insinuating the higher gas prices are because of the president. Oh, yeah, because the president controls the gas prices. Yeah, exactly. If I was president, 10 cent gas for everybody. I also like the man, this doctor bill is so expensive. Thanks, Biden. It's like, yeah, that's what's that's why your bills are so expensive when you go to the doctor. Because of the president. It it's uh I, I thought you I thought you may I thought you may like that, but you can use a little extra. Everybody can, regardless of who's president, regardless of what the gas prices are. You should save money any chance you get. Thornton's Refresher Rewards app will do just that. You scan it right before you pump. You save cash and you save money, and you're you're living the high life at Thornton's. They've they've got everything there. So, uh, text on in 502-414-1450. A texter says Kentucky will always be a better school and have a better sports program than Louisville. Shut up, Rutherford. Yeah, okay, shut so up, that, Rutherford. So that one was for Rutherford. Oh, still I enjoy that text. I also had a friend from high school who was listening and he kept tagging me talking about how terrible it was to have to listen to me talk UK throughout high school. So keep it up, Mike. Uh, gosh, I, I was able to catch the end of, of the Rutherford show yesterday and tra- Trevor, he is, how, how did we last three years with him? <laughs> You you had to deal with them longer too. A lot of patience. It, it 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 like sometimes I feel like we're I'm hearing a replay of some of our old shows, just hearing them talk about and I, and I think to myself, what are they talking about? How did they get down this road? And then it reminds me, how many shows did we have, Trevor? We or uh, Trevor with Trevor, where we would talk about like, all right, we need a diagram of how we got off this, off that, off that. Mm-hmm. The the key denominator here is Trevor. Trevor is the one who gets shows way off the beaten path, down weird rabbit holes. And it's true. And what he does is we would talk about something, and he does the same thing with Mike, where it'll be like, hey, that what did we think about that player for Kentucky being injured? And Trevor will say, Ah, I, I, I'm going to let you all talk more about that. But I did see the other day it was the 50-year anniversary of Kirk Gibson being injured. Or, you know, I actually think that, <laughs> an, I think that anniversary was like yesterday, but I don't think it was 50 years or however long it is. It's like 40, and it, I think, right now. And, and I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch that game. But one game I did get to watch – was when, and then he'll just bring up some obscure game, probably in a different sport than even what we were talking about. Certainly nothing to do with UK. And then, boom, before you know it, seven minutes passed, and you're like, wait a minute. Why are we talking about the Timberwolves 
uh, first round draft pick in 1989. What, what are we, what, what the hell, where did we, how did we get off on that? It's Trevor folks. We figured it out. I know a lot of listeners are like, you, well, of course it was Trevor. We knew that from the get go. When you're in the thick of it, it's a little tougher. Yeah, it is. You got to wade through it, but um, we're wading through it now because the big guy is busy giving out hot takes on weekday afternoons from three to six on the Mike Rutherford show. And we're reading your takes on the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450. One texter says, after rewatching the LSU game, I noticed a brilliant coaching move that I haven't seen anyone give credit for Stoops yet. Going for the fourth, the touchdown on fourth and three was uncharacteristic of Stoops. He did it because it was a no-lose situation. We ran a blatant and technically illegal pick play. Refs only throw that flag about half the time. So Stoops saw it as a free touchdown, or they back you up 10 yards and you still get an easy field goal. Great little loophole Stoops fan. I guess that's one way to think about it, too. I, I, you know, I thought he was going to say it's a no-lose situation because your defense is going to have them backed up. But I, I see what he's saying there. You run the pick play, and if they call – pass interference and they call it back then you just kick the field goal so uh, yeah that's an aggressive move and uh, i like it i, like I love i love that text into the thornton sex line and i appreciate you sending it in i wouldn't say technically a no lose because that play could have gotten blown up and you could still get a penalty but it could be an incomplete pass and they just decline the penalty and it's a turnover on down so i wouldn't say technically not a no lose but they uh, but they obviously had a lot of confidence in that play working being able to get him open and you are right about the pick play and I don't even think they call it half the time I'd say they call it 30 percent of the time so you are rolling the dice there a little bit you're I I I agree with you Texter Um, but there there is a chance that they could have still turned the ball over in that situation but good point and you gotta like that Stoops growing as a coach I, I love that line of thinking there uh, I would. Did did you did you see what happened with LSU yesterday? Uh, yeah, their cornerbacks out for the year. They're like they're they're running out of players, right? Well, Eli Ricks is out for the year, but they didn't say why. It's got to be an opt out, right? He's just like I'm done with you, Coach O. Yeah, seemed like it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kentucky breaking teams again. Gotta love it. Uh, you do. You really do. Justin, before yeah. Roush read that text message, you were gonna say something. I was just going to say, in honor of Trevor Kelsey, the Timberwolves' 1989 number one pick was Pooh Richardson. Oh. Pooh? <laughs> Pooh. Could yeah. you say like, that was a Pooh P pick? Like, like, the, like the bear. P-O-O-H. Wow. What a cool name. <laughs> I feel Love like that. I've heard that name before, but yeah. Number one draft pick for the Timberwolves back in 89, if you remember correctly. <laughs> Is that how you remember it? Yeah, it's got to be it. Good old Pooh Richardson. A uh, texter says, fellas, the steak and shake over by Tinseltown is back to open. Absolutely massive news. Was very depressed when they shut down, but they are back and running. This is from a Plumley bro, and they've never really steered us wrong. I'm going to have to see it to believe it, but that is very exciting news. This town needs steak and shakes. And they were, I, I guess that's the only one remaining. And you know? They need steak and shakes. They need steak and shakes that don't take two hours to get your food in the drive through line. But steak and shake is good. There's no denying that. And that one's not too terribly far away from me. So that's big-time news. I love steak and shake. Some of the best chicken fingers in the game. I love that you go to – like, I, I would never order chicken fingers there. Would you, you order – Why order not? A, you know, they're good. You need to try them. Would you order a steak burger from there, though? 
Is that technically oh, a fast food burger? Fast, fast food burger, unfortunately for me. How, how is that technically fast food? I guess because there's okay. a drive-through. Yeah, bro. but they they have waiters though. There's not. Doesn't that disqualify it from fast food? I finally went through the WW Cousins drive-through, which, by the way, shout out to. Uh, here, let me do my own little Trevor here, but shout out to Kearns winning the. I think the Leo's People's oh, Best God. Burger. What a garbage awards that is. My goodness. Well, they first would, off, we need they, to win something next year. Yeah, like seriously. When I see things in there and the, the people that win some of the things. Also, Leo Weekly won the Leo Weekly Award for Best Publication. Like, what? How, that's how aw- that? That, that's awesome. Good for them. Congrats <laughs> to Leo Weekly. Like, they, I, they, were, they were really wanting to bring that, home, that award home this year, so that's big for them. We should that that's what we gotta do for the radio awards. Next yeah, time. we just make a radio awards and we win. <laughs> we gotta do best Twitter account. Uh oh TJ Walker <laughs> Roush KSR. Woo! Oh man, it's gonna get contentious this year. All right, I'm gonna put something in my calendar for like next summer. Look into Lilo Leo Awards. Try to win something for KRC. So they voted in like late August because I was trying to look up to see who won. Because Mike Rutherford always wins stuff. And like, but like, how are, how is like a blog that, I mean, I, I don't, State of Louisville, who the hell runs that? And how in the world are they getting top three for best internet blog? Are you kidding me? All right. We're coming, we're coming big next, we're coming big next week. Yeah. We are going to wreck those Leo Weekly awards, by God. Just let us know. We're going to put them on the site and we're just going to just wreck them, roll them, wreck them. It's going to be all KSR, all KRC. Suck it, Leo. We're going to win it. We're going to take it down, and we're going to win it. Uh, point is, love Steak and Shake. That's awesome. Happy to hear that news. Way to go. Yeah, they they also – how was your drive-through WW Cousins experience? Oh, because- yeah, sorry. So they so similar to Steak and Shake, yeah, that's where we were going with that, was they have a drive-through now, and it really worried me because I love WW Cousins burgers, but I don't want it to be taken off the menu for me. Uh, they actually get an approval because you do – their drive-through, you do order through a, like, a little speaker, but then you just pull around and basically park and they just bring your food out. So the way I look at it, it'd be the same as like getting Outback to go or anywhere to go. Pull it, Salsaritas to go. Pulling up, parking, going mm-hmm. and grabbing your food and bringing gotcha. it out. So uh, that's that's a little bit of a loophole there for me. All right, good, good. We, uh, we actually have uh, a, an old steak and shake was replaced by WW Cousins by my parents' house, and I have yet to try it. So good to know that it's got the sports talker stamp of approval. Ah, good, 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 uh, good burgers all around. Congrats to Kearns. A texter says, will Cutler and Bennett have an email line? Uh, I don't know if that's an old reference. I but think that's an old reference, yeah. That, Which, that's, by funny. The way, that's, a, that's, a fu- that's a funny text. I enjoy that. That commemorative ticket thing, that was just an old rich donor saying he wants a ticket and Mitch saying, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's print out tickets and sell them. I am embarrassed how long it took me to get why they were making it $10 and two cents. Uh, it was the date. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Oh, I was like, why are they making it 1002? That that's like after tax, that would like that doesn't make any sense. I'm embarrassed that it took me so long to figure it out. Thank good the game. Well, thank goodness the game wasn't in December, though. Thank goodness. Save us two bucks. <laughs> what if it was like in January first? <sighs> oh, so hey, that'd be, yeah, they'd still be making a buck and yeah. make Mitch Barnhart happy. 
Hey, TJ, try winning a game in fantasy football before telling other people how to play fantasy football. Oh, hey, boom, roasted! My big money league, I'm doing just fine in, so suck it. It's Man. the little money league I'm not doing well in. I'm going to blame it on me just not being focused enough for such small potatoes. And definitely not uh, me not having a good team. Definitely. That has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Which, by the way, tonight, we can tell Trevor Kelsey to suck it because his... Eagles are going to get smoked by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on primetime television. Hey, I don't know that that's the case. Whoa. Bucks have a lot of guys out. You got Gronk out. You got Winfield out. Uh, I don't. I think Eagles cover plus seven. Wow. Man. For what it's worth. Hey, and fun stat I saw yesterday. In his last 10 primetime games, Tom Brady, 0-10 against the spread. Wow. Well, so there you have it. meant to be broken. What, um, gosh, if the Eagles win, Trevor's going to be so annoying about beating Tom Brady again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Philly special. Oh, how many times are they going to show Philly special on the broadcast? 32. Yeah, at least. Gosh. He'll be annoying if they just even cover. Oh, they're covering, boys. Wow, you got the stamp of approval from Scoot. Is this going to be one of your classic, you say this and then tomorrow? I didn't actually end up betting it. Oh, I'm 100% not going to bet it. Oh, my God. There is not a chance I'm betting it. Are you serious? I'm so sick of your crap, Justin. I mean, (laughs) at least Trevor would put his money where his mouth is. You're talking about the Eagles covering. It's a touchdown. You won't even throw 10 bucks down? The Eagles... The Eagles are covering, but you're straight ignorant if you're going to bet against Tom Brady. I'm oh, I'm just going to watch it. God. I'm going to have my opinion. I'm going to watch it as a fan, and then if I lose money or win or would have won money or would have lost money, we'll worry about it tomorrow. Roush, I don't think Justin's ever crossed the crosswalk if it wasn't the little white hand telling him to come. Oh on. God, no, mm. no. You need a little. You need a. You need to live a little, pal. Hey, I crashed a scooter three months ago. You need to live a little. But that was just because you were, you were too focused on the ladies. Well, I was having fun too. Oh gosh, have I live all. The, one, have you I been live on, all the time? Have you been on one of those things since? No. <laughs> I don't know if you made a habit of it in Florida. Monday, uh, Monday was the three month anniversary though, so that was big time. <sighs> the arm ever officially heal, or are you still on the moon? Uh, I think we're ninety nine point eight percent. We're good. we're there. That 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 is good to hear. Oh, man, I'm just so disappointed. I, I should have known that that was coming. I'm glad you brought it up, TJ. But gosh, Justin, I mean, I'm not, I'm just not going to bet it. I'm sorry. I mean, I am confident that the Eagles cover, but I'm not going to bet it. The, I mean, but as if I was a list, if I was listening to a radio show and one of the on air talent said something like that, I the first thing I would think to myself is. Then why the hell did you say that if if you if you are not confident enough about it yourself, but you're telling us to bet it? Well, see, you use the word talent. That's where we get mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Scoot. I might bet it. I don't. I don't know. I've already got a parlay on the game tonight, so we don't, we I'm probably don't. not going to. Yeah, good. We don't care. We we yeah. certainly don't care. Roush, we do have two college football games tonight: Navy, Memphis, Georgia Southern versus South Alabama. Ooh, little uh, Alan Daly, South Alabama. No, wonder yeah. if he's gonna gonna do the daily catch, double. Catch some touchdowns. Catch 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 a pass. Hey, did you um? Did you perchance see what happened at Oklahoma yesterday? 
Oh yes, I did actually. I, this... I had ri- I had written that down, but that was way down the list. So, Allen Daly has one catch on the year for six yards. Oh gosh. Um. So Oklahoma, obviously, big time drama surrounding their quarterback competition because Spencer Rattler was supposed to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Instead, he got benched by Caleb Williams, who, uh, believe it or not, another five-star quarterback. He comes in, first play, runs a 66-yard touchdown, leads a crazy comeback to win the Red River shootout. Uh, Now, I mean, after the game, Lincoln Riley wouldn't even let Williams talk to Holly Rowe. Not, not, Not just the media. Wouldn't even let him talk to the sideline reporter following the game in his big come from behind win wants to keep everything buttoned up as quiet as possible. So he mom has been the word without a doubt. And the journalist at the Oklahoma daily, the student newspaper there, they took things in their own hands and I love it. I appreciate it so much. They went to a public building that overlooks, I, I think it's like a school building or something like that, got their binoculars out and watched practice and noticed that Caleb Williams was taking first team reps and reported it. They got, I think they even got quotes from like Spencer Rattler's dad or something like that. Like they, they had a, it was a good, it was a well done story. And Lincoln Riley just freaks out. No more media availability the rest of the week. Suck it, student journalists. I, you can't know who's going to be my starting quarterback. Get out of here with that nonsense. Real shame. I, I like I like Lincoln Riley. I'm surprised he acted like such a loser in all this. I think part of it is that he's dealing with some prima donna quarterbacks, and you don't want Rattler to just bolt midseason. You know, there's like tons of rumors about like, oh, is Rattler going to go? Because like they might need him. Williams runs around a lot, and if he gets if he takes a shot, I mean, hell, I think Rattler even came back in to throw a two point conversion after Williams took one shot in the game against Texas. So there's a lot of uh, pampering, which I think is just a bunch of bull crap. Like, just be an adult. Act like an adult. You got benched. You can transfer at the end of the year. That's what I, you know, to go back to the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, I know it was a little bit of kind of Disney-esque when talking about, you know what, this guy, he's just – he really he, he was for the team. He he did not complain and whine. He cheered on his guys when he got benched. And it's just sad that that has to be like pointed out and highlighted now because we got so many babies in this sport playing the p- quarterback position. Like I get it if you get benched, it stinks. But don't you can't just go and leave right away. You got to at least finish the year, be an adult, and that's the thing that stinks is that Riley feels like he has to play this with kitty gloves just to have two good quarterbacks on his roster at the same time. But uh, Rattler is going to be a very coveted quarterback in the transfer portal. And um, I, I, I'm curious where his landing spot is going to end up being. Like, like I could – I would love to see Neil Brown or Jeff Brown be the benefactor of a guy like Spencer Rattler because those are coaches that really need quarterbacks to get their offense humming and – they can do well with like that. Rattler could succeed in that atmosphere, and I think he would do well in at, like playing for a team that is kind of off the beaten path. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like you're like you're you're playing for kind of a renegade program. He's not an Oklahoma guy. He's a let's go somewhere else and be a gunslinger kind of guy. So uh, that's going to be a fun sweepstakes to see in the off season. I just wish that you didn't have to deal with this crap in the middle of the year just because he got benched. 
Yeah, I, I, I guess we will have plenty of time to figure out what would be a good fit for Spencer Rattler, but you're right, he'll be a hot commodity, no denying that, and also I don't think there's any denying that he will be leaving Oklahoma after this season. But uh, another example of just taking sports way too seriously, uh, these students went way above and beyond. They got you. You got got, unfortunately, yeah, for Oklahoma. Did. Supposedly, Oklahoma has a history of doing some weird things with practices. I think either last year or in years past, they just randomly, these like dorm rooms that had a view of the practice field, these students came back to their dorm rooms and like their their windows were like fake, fogged, or, you know, kind of had that like you. foggy. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a bathroom one time at the previous house that we own that I did the spray paint on the outside of it to make it look like it was foggy, basically. So you couldn't see inside of it or you couldn't see outside of it. And they did this to keep Oklahoma students from being able to see the practice. Uh, So they've got like a history of doing stuff like this. Who cares? We're all going to find out sooner than later. Roush, you were probably right. That part of the protection is, well, we don't want people to freak out and we don't want all these different storylines and we do need Spencer here and we don't want him to get his feelings hurt by seeing all these different stories, these articles talking about how he was a bust and stuff like that. I understand all that, but that's for you to deal with. You don't don't punish every other media member. You shouldn't punish any media members because you all got caught. Like they found you and and so what? You got to deal with the repercussions of that. You don't put your foot down, take your ball home, and don't let media have any opportunities the rest of the week. That stuff's always so embarrassing for football programs, and it unfortunately happens more than it should. Stop taking it so seriously. You got got, all right? Yeah. Now try, try to take the means to fix it for next time, and don't punish the media because of it. And I love yeah. that he got got by the students. Not even a paid member of the media. It was students that are just – Showing oh. some initiative and getting it done. That was awesome. Oh, that's going to be a definite. You throwing that on your resume, you know? Oh, you, for sure. <laughs> that's one of those stories that helps you get a job uh, uh, at the next level. Man, I well nailed done. week seven starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll go text the rest of the show. Yeah. All righty. We'll do let's that. Do we appreciate you texting in on the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on your Thursday morning. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen around you about the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Off exit four in southern Indiana, just about anywhere 10 to 20 minutes from most places inside Louisville, Jefferson County. It's an easy drive, and it's well worth it. His golf academy is sweet. It's got several different setups, virtual simulators that are going to tell you more about your swing than you're going to learn at the driving range. Go to the BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com. 
to learn more. But Bobby Cook, whether it's just hitting the virtual range, playing a virtual round, or getting lessons, there's no better place to make yourself a better golfer. Let's keep up with the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, getting my hopes up for a DJ Wagner commitment before the end of November. He'll be visiting for Big Blue Madness. We had a lot of those uh, trickling out yesterday. Uh, Reed Shepard, he's going to be at Big Blue Madness. And so is, uh, I see Scott Clark. And there's another kid in 2023, the number three player. And he's got an MG in his name. So I don't know how to, yeah. Don't, MGB Mbako, I'm guess. McKenzie Mbako, he'll visit. For Big Blue Madness as well. So once again, another big time recruiting event. That's what Big Blue Madness. Hell, Big Blue Madness is probably more of a recruiting event than anything at this point, right? People forget that that's tomorrow. Yeah. Just a re- just a reminder: if you're going, if you're over the age of two, you will be needing to at least wear a mask when you get in there. Can't imagine that they're going to be enforcing it once you sit down, but they say that they're going to. Uh, I don't really believe that. I'm sure we'll hear folks. Tell us if that were the case or not on Friday. But just a little reminder, I think some folks are kind of forgetting that or used to going to football games, not having to do that. So uh, if you are going, don't forget, if you're over the age of two, you'll need a mask. So that's Friday night. Um, I'll watch it, Roush, but it's it's nothing really all that special of an event for me anymore. Yeah, same. I'll be in Athens, so I don't know. Oh, you won't be watching it. You know it. Don't lie to anybody. Last time we went out to eat, and it was one of those where they had like it was that like it wasn't a sports bar, but they had TVs, and one it was on one of the TVs. But you know, that was about it. <laughs> yeah. So I have a feeling it'll be it'll be similar. Yeah. It, oh well. Hey, it, it's still a, it's still a cool event for recruits, and if you've never been to Big Blue Madness, can't recommend it enough. It's just. Once you go to it a lot, it, it loses a little of its luster, and that's right. okay, right? Because uh, right. they don't, you know, they, it's not like if it was something new every time, it'd be one thing. And while things are different, it's nothing really new, you know. It's the same stuff, just kind of a different way of doing it. They're introducing players, and they're doing yeah. a few different contests and stuff like that. So, um, but if you haven't been, it's definitely worth going to. It's a show. It's you're not going there for sports. You're going there for an entertainment for a show, but it's big for a recruit. So I'm glad that that's always packed and uh, similar to kind of this shade and sharp, how we started the show, go back and listen to the podcast hour one, if you missed it, but that's why it's not worth getting so worked up about him. It's because remember all the people that were crying and whining about Reed Shepard. Well, Kentucky seems to be kind of in the driver's seat for that recruitment. Right. Right. They, you know, things happen um, the way they're supposed to happen. He'll be, at Big Blue Madness, and as I've always said in that recruitment, if he wants to make the most money possible with the nil, he'll go to Kentucky, or he'll make substantially less somewhere else. Man, I just can't even imagine the goodness. <laughs> My dude's going to be able to cash in. Absolutely. Cash in big. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's go back to this Thornton text line. Our own recruiting means we'll be a dominant ground team for years to come, and I'm a bit worried about the future of our running back group. Seems like we're due for a drop-off after C-Rod and Benny. We'll be recruiting a different style of back due to the new offense. Buddy, you have not been paying attention to recruiting then. Lavelle Wright, that kid, they love him. He's not playing this year. Um, They'll have Donut back next year. Hell, Smoke might be a featured back, and then they just got a commitment from Caden Mormon, which Caden Mormon, too. And McClain. 
Unless, Yo, you know. Yeah, I've, I haven't even mentioned McLean either. I mean, they're, gosh. Yeah, they're they're going to be fine, Texter. Don't you worry, buddy. Are, are any, let me ask you this. You know maybe a little bit better than me. Are any of them kind of bruisers like C-Rod can be? I think Mormon. Okay. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, Lavelle Wright, I always thought was a bruiser, uh, but he was really the one that I, he was really up. the one I was asking about for more thing more than the other ones because the other ones not so much. Smoke can deliver a hit as we've seen, um, right. but he you know he's more likely to try to sidestep your spin spin around you. Right, right, right. And but like right when I first watched him play, that was his mo. But he's proven that he's you know got the ability to make plays in space, catch the ball, do stuff like that. So I, uh, yeah, I am, I'm not worried about the running back position whatsoever. That's what I like to hear. A texture says, uh, and by the way, texture, you're, you're right. That like this, the, the strength of this team being the offensive line is great news just for a healthy offense at minimum. You should be able to do what hopefully you can do against Georgia, pick up a few yards on the ground and then do it all over again. But with Liam Cohen and and you know some of the advances in the passing game, you you should at least be two dimensional. Uh, several different things you can do in the in the offense, but at a minimum, should always be able to run the football. A texture says no one cares about your fantasy teams. Proceeds to talk about fantasy for fifteen minutes. <laughs> not not teams though. Not teams. Suck it. Uh, LOL at Roush not watching Shakira and J Lo performance. You didn't watch that. You said that yesterday. You didn't watch. I mean, I don't really remember specifics. So I we mean, were talking the halftime show. So you didn't watch. You didn't watch Shakira. I, mean, and I probably ha- had it on, and then like you know, would go in and out of the room kind of deal. That's usually how the halftime show. I'm not, you know. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm in the same boat. A uh, texter on the Thornton's text line says South Carolina couldn't run away from a bear if it was chasing them. Nick, not crap. Nobody could. Good one, dude. Lol. I was trying to think of like something. Maybe you meant a. Maybe you meant a koala bear. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's... <laughs> well, I think, I, I, you I must have think... broken up the 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 sound. The internet kind of broke up there a little that's bit. He said koala bear. Right, right. That makes perfect sense. The other thing did not make any sense at all. I except you know it's like you're supposed to be able to outrun your like if you're running from a bear, you just got to be faster than the other guy. That's the the old joke. Yeah, you don't have to be the fastest. You just don't want to be the slowest. Yes, exactly. Uh, another texter says, Justin, God bless you. God already did bless me. I'm producing for KRC, baby. Ah. Oh, I guess when I heard TJ pronounce the word tour yesterday, let's hear it, Tej. Tour. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get tour. Tower. I don't think I'd say tower or tour. I say tour pretty normally. You didn't say tur, did you? No. Tour, yeah, then I don't get it. Tour, I no, I think you I sound say, normal to me. I definitely well, say some words pretty funky, but tour, I don't think so. You also I mean, maybe just a, could have been a slip up. Whenever these things happen, too, uh, you have to. When you're thinking about it, you don't you pronounce it the way it's supposed to. It's just you have to be talking, and then I know. But I think for tour, I think for tour, I, I say pretty. I would say pretty normally. consistently, pretty normally, yeah. But right. I don't know. I, it, I'd have to. We'd have to go back and listen. And you can bet your sweet butt I'm not doing that. Texture says, "Yep, veggies with hummus is delicious. So are pretzels. Pretzels oh, are the other thing I couldn't think of. 
Little yeah, hummus those, th- those are good. Uh, it's the salt that really makes it pop, Justin. You got to have those little, like, thin pretzels that you get at, like, uh, Sam's Club. You know, uh, the we, big bags. We do the uh, pretzel sticks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That could work. Uh, we've got yeah, Halloween candy it, in the house, and it's just been a nightmare over here. <laughs> it also makes it look like you're smoking a cigarette, too. You can be really cool. You know. Halloween candy already in the house? Uh, what do you mean? Halloween's almost two weeks. It's just a little I cannot have Halloween candy in the house until like two days before, or I just eat Halloween candy the entire time. Oh, but we've, you been, know what, we've been eating it. You're, you're on newborn dad diet. You can eat whatever the hell you want. Like you, you got a, a free excuse for a while. So you enjoy that Halloween candy, buddy. Uh, we got Laffy Taffy's. Laffy Taffy's are so good. Really slept on in the candy game. Do you? Uh, I, I know you enjoy the jokes. Do you do a good job guessing them? Like what the punch? Yeah, be? yeah, I love guessing them. It's a, it's a good. It's although I'm embarrassed to admit I've been eating so many of them that I've just been skipping the jokes because I'm too. They're too good. But <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I, I, I do, I do often read the jokes and I, I love guessing them. Generally, really dumb and not creative whatsoever. Oh, and they stop, they stop putting the names and the age and oh, the hometowns of where the people were. Yeah, wow. at least the ones I have. They, they're not on there. Oh. Invasion Man, of privacy. People aren't even getting their shine. Like, people aren't pe- getting their shine. They put in the stupid jokes. They get on a rapper. There's no way they'd ever specifically see that one per se. Uh, but still, it was nice. And I, I'm, a, I was of the belief they were just making them up. Yeah, but it was kind of fun to think that like some little kid out there was making up jokes for the Laffy Taffy. You know? Yeah, it really was. You, you don't eat the banana ones, do you? Oh, the banana ones are great. They're oh, the best gosh. ones. Oh my! I, I don't. Oh. I wouldn't say they're the best oh. ones, but they're, they're good. The best. I like them. Mm. They're a good palate cleanser. Uh, they like strawberry are the probably the best. Artificial banana is the worst flavor ever artificially created. Disgusting. Just ugh. what other examples we got here for artificial like, banana? Like, like runts, banana runts, which I think we had. I mean, that's just that's just sh- that's just sugar, forever. man. Yeah, I just I can't do the the fake banana. Taffy, I just I I guess I just like the consistency of it, and the banana doesn't bother me enough to not like it. I enjoy it. I do. Justin it's, says uh, best is it's a is little bit thicker than the Starburst, you know. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal? Uh, no, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think you could use the Laffy Taffy to stir the oatmeal. <laughs> technically, also like the fake banana oatmeal too. Like they, they'll put in like the the freeze dry. Yeah, that's just garbage. Never had oatmeal before. What? It Count your looks, blessings. It's it terrible. Looks like cat food. Yeah, I'm it's out. It's awful. I'm out. <laughs> Never had oatmeal? What? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not eating oatmeal. It looks gross. <laughs> I haven't had oatmeal since I was like five or six. <laughs> it's great. Y'all are missing out. No, uh, it's terrible. I've got another oatmeal you, story, but I'm not going to bore the can, radio station with it. Just church it up some. I know you don't like to church it up, but you can put a lot of fun things in oatmeal. Make it taste better. You can't get rid of that texture, though, and that's the thing. So you don't eat grits either, then? Jason. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, I've had I've, I've had grits. Grits are not great, but whatever. It's it's food. It's like rice, you know. Like it's okay. Yeah. Texture says, and you you can you can you can make some fancy grits, and I've had fancy grits, and they are mm-hmm. better the fancier you get on them. Like but shrimp and grits, yeah. Basic grits, yeah. It's just like texture more than taste. Um, texture says. No, waking up with a headache is called a hangover, right? Just kidding. Got to love allergies in the Ohio Valley. <laughs> so what uh, my father-in-law always says, I ain't got a sinus headache this morning. Man, allergies really acting up. 
Uh, no headache this morning, says one texter, but I did wake up with a stiff neck. Going to have to turn my whole body to look right today. But hey, only two more sleeps before the cats go between the hedges. I've not had that happen in a long time, but that really, it's, it's, it's worse than hitting your funny bone. Because at least that's only temporary. The stiff neck, where you just feel like you can't do anything. That's gosh, that's that's awful. Get uh, give me. Speaking of necks, give me an update, Roush. It's looking good. Oh yeah, that's what we need, baby. That's what we need yeah. heading into the big game. All right, I'll I'll ask tomorrow for another one. The one thing that I really miss too. Apparently, the UK band they had neck on their playlist and like like they know how to play it and they didn't play it. That would have been you want to talk about all of the burns that they brought out on LSU if they would have played neck in the fourth quarter. I just don't know if the UK student section would have known how to appropriately react. That would have been funny, but Colin Baton Rouge, though, that, that was enough. I well, you know, that was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's a good dig. Suck at LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texter says, here's an angle to think about. Is Cal trying to get sharp in for this season because he's had time to work with this team and he is concerned? I wouldn't think so, and I don't follow recruiting much anymore, but this seems like it came out of nowhere. It's a fair thing to hypothesize that potentially Cal is nervous about the group that he has and wants to have another playmaker if need be or He's a little concerned about the athleticism, likes the group, but just doesn't know if it's enough athleticism to win a national championship. Maybe. And the answer is, Texter, I could spew off a lot of BS, and that's what we normally do here for two hours. Roush could do the same. Justin could give you the most vanilla down-the-middle take that you've ever had in your life. But the truth is, we won't really know about this team until we get to see them. And and we get to see them play against another opponent. Maybe those exhibition games will learn a little something. Maybe that blue-white game, which I think is just over a week, you'll you'll get an idea of what meshes. Uh, But realistically, it's going to be that Duke game. We all know it. We're not really going to know much about this Kentucky team until we get to see them play against Duke, a team of similar quality of talent, similar athleticism, similar size, uh, coaching obviously similar in terms of X's and O's and all that sort of deal. So we're we're not gonna know if that if what you're guessing or what you're what the ain't not what you're guessing, but that angle that you're putting out there, we won't know if there's any truth to it until we get to see this team play. But it is interesting to think about about a, a little less than a month before the season, three weeks before the season. I, I hope that's not the case, Sex. Uh, apparently it's coming from the other side. The like this wasn't a something gotcha. Kentucky was pushing. So, so if you're Kentucky, you can't really be like uh, no, don't come to our school now. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You 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 keep your arms wide open. Uh, Texter says you get roasted because you stand for nothing, Dingus. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything, Scoots. That's a that's, uh, that's not true. I stand for the national anthem every Friday night. You take you put your hand on your heart. Uh, no, I'm not a hand on the heart guy. Whoa! You're not? Wow! I'm Whoa. not. No, you know I've never. I never have been. I'm like a arms crossed behind my back type of dude. Gotcha. No hat over, uh, no hat over heart. Nope. But I never wear a hat. Really? Oh, but you, we always see you wearing a hat, though. No, I mean when during the national anthem. Got gotcha. you. I just That's thought, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I learned too. I didn't know this until we had a sub that was uh and that was a marine like a, a substitute teacher 
that was a Marine vet did not know that you were not supposed to have your hands in your pocket until he let me know very quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that being an easy mistake. Yeah, he's, stuff you don't think uh, about as a kid. Hands, you know. pocket, behind your back, down your side, over your heart, you know. Just take it's your good. hat off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another texter says, I just can't understand why national media continuously paints Kentucky as incompetent. Don't get mentioned when ESPN is talking about undefeated teams, ESPN heads acting like we have to throw a Hail Mary every time to have we, a chance. Wow, bring on Saturday, boys. I do find it uh, every – I've been listening to, you know, I'll have a couple different national media folks that I will turn to whenever, you know, Kentucky has a big win, you want to catch up. Really, it's very limited. When they talk about Kentucky, they aren't. They usually aren't talking about what Kentucky's doing. They're talking about what the other teams – like what's wrong with the other team. And I just I, – I think that the Wildcats know that. I just uh, – and it, and it doesn't surprise me either because they're not a brand name, you know, and that's kind of what the focus is. You beat LSU, you talk about, well, Coach O's going to get fired, not about how great Will Levis played. And I think that's just something we have to deal with. Uh, sadly, that's it is just something we have to deal with. And I do think if there's a positive from it is that Stoops really plays that stuff up and they do a good job of fueling using that as fuel for motivation – which that's that's fine and dandy. It, it kind of just gets annoying as a fan though, because like, I'm sorry, there's a six and zero team in the SEC and they're not getting talked about, and like Kentucky just suffers time and time again, time and time again, and time and time again of SEC fatigue where they get left out. Like you got to talk about the Alabamas, you got to talk about the Georgias, you got to talk about the LSU's. A yeah. and M just got a big win. They've got a huge following. Uh, Florida, you know, they haven't been talked about so much this past week, but when they lost to Kentucky, they were super, they were talked about a lot. Dan Mullins lost two out of four against Kentucky. What the hell's going on there? It, it definitely comes out as, all right, we've already talked about all these things. What else do we, Kentucky, eh, we can, we can avoid talking Kentucky, right? We'll be all right. If we don't talk Kentucky, we've already talked too much SEC. We got to go to another conference. UK always gets penalized by that, but you know what? You want a way where they're going to have to talk about you and they can't avoid you? Went on Saturday. Went on Saturday, and Kentucky will be talked about to our heart's content, whether the rest of the season or until Kentucky loses. If you want to be talked about, they'll get talked about a lot. Now, the only bad thing is if Kentucky loses, whether close game, blowout, whatever it may be, um, we won't get talked about. That could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, I suppose, but – um, you win, Roush, and we don't have to worry about that narrative anymore. Right, right. Not right. for the at least for this season. For it's always going to be that way, though. Until Kentucky can consistently be a power on the national stage, where people can't help but notice us. Right now in the conference, I think that's happening. It's not happening nationally, not yet. Uh, but you'd have a chance to take a huge step forward in that regard on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, are, there are a few out there who will, you know give Kentucky their flowers, so to speak. You'll have, you know, your Stanford Steves of the world are, are big fans. But, uh, you know, it's just – that's that's the way it's going to be. That's the and way Kirk, it's going to be. Kirk will give Kentucky love. That's always nice. He's a Yeah, sweet. yeah, he will. And SVP, he'll probably throw the cats a bone here and there. But, like, you also see Kentucky kind of everywhere. I mean, hell, the amount of interviews and stuff they've done on the SEC Network and elsewhere, they're, 
they're getting their love. It's just in different places, and it's not the common theme either. That like Kentucky's this great team. People don't expect Kentucky to beat Georgia, and I think the Cats like it that way. And as fans, we're always going to be more. We're always going to be noticed when we feel like we should be talking talk more. There should be more talk of our team, and there's not. You notice that stuff more. Um, but in the SEC, I think there is plenty of conversation. But uh, our next texter says, is there any player in the country more overlooked than Chris Rodriguez? You can tell no talking head watches Kentucky. Uh, a lot don't. And I, I just think most average fans, like if I just were to go into like a BW3s or Salsaritas or something like that and talk sports with somebody, would be surprised how little national folks know about like about the sports that they're covering. Uh, yes, yeah. they could tell you a lot about like the the top few teams, but they're they're just too busy to kind of keep up with the the minutia of it all. Well, I'm always and, I always think there are so many more average fans, Roush, that know a lot more than national media members. It just doesn't help that there's a guy at Texas that has more rushing yards. Like that that guy's going to get more national attention as the best running back. And then I mentioned Michigan State earlier in the week because they were like, oh, we, you know, we talked about that. They they beat uh, a brand and a I mean. I don't know. Guys, we're Kentucky, okay? This is what we got to deal with sometimes. <laughs> well, we're working to fix it. And I think yeah. Stoops has done we're, – we're not only in the, in the neighborhood now, we're at the freaking table. Um, so we're getting there. Baby steps, as we've always said. But it can get frustrating. This is a dream season for Kentucky. We want our damn attention. But you finish 11-1, you finish 12-0 you're going to get it. You, you, you will get it. So just keep taking those steps in Kentucky. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Let's enjoy it and not try to get so worked up about what how we're covered, if you will. How about Trevor's take on Louisville making it to the ACC title game, LMAO? Yeah, I mean, the dude has turned into John Ramsey. I love Trevor, but he's turned into John Ramsey. Mm. There's something about doing radio with Rutherford where you turn into a big-time yeah. butt slapper. But, uh, yeah, and also, for what it's worth, I think, like, think Ramsey predicted nine wins so that means you all is gonna have to win out oh man morning fellas I'm gonna be busy tomorrow night and I was wondering if y'all knew how I could watch a replay of Big Blue Madness I'm hoping there's video on demand somewhere it's called a DVR buddy well DVR and I think on the ESPN app you should be able to replay it anytime ESPN 3 the watch ESPN app whatever it is on your phone you'll be able to replay that anytime so hopefully that helps you out Texter says, and TJ doesn't Salsaritas have a drive-thru? Not fast food, sir. Well, I don't get their beef. I get their chicken. Man. Yeah, you're not getting a burger from there. So I got Salsaritas for free yesterday, guys. What? Congrats. Yeah, it was was an early birthday present. They they bought me some Salsaritas. I was a happy guy. Oh, we need to have our uh, KRC monthly lunch, by the way. Justin, you can always skip it like normal. Haven't had one October yet. For what it's worth, I've only been invited once, so I don't know. That's not true. true. Remember Waffle House? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I'm not skating. John here. Good morning to all. Okay, in honor of my good friend Trevor, I'm going to fly high with the Eagles tonight. I would take them at plus six and a half against Tampa, but like. Scooter, I'm also not going to bet them. Actually, he didn't say that. I just wanted to get a jab in it, Chester. They are at Philly, and if you're not comfortable at plus six and a half, just bet your alternative point spread and take it to the bank and win some Trevor Bucks. 
Well, got to go talk to you later. So if you don't like Eagles at six and a half, just hurt your juice and make it a much higher number. That's what Justin does all the time. He takes line, the, he takes numbers that aren't the real numbers. Goodness gracious. Oh, absolutely. And I win a lot of bets because of it. So Trevor may it. have been an idiot, but at least he stood for something. The spineless dingus isn't even believable when he does try to land a take. Wow. Whoa. Cuts wow. deep. That, that cuts is, deep. That's pretty personal. Yeah. Maybe you have a long, hard look in the mirror uh, and you, you you tell yourself I'm gonna I'm gonna start being more aggressive with my takes. I've I've actually been thinking about that for the past hour, okay. so we'll that's, we'll see what I can come up with. That's that, that's good to hear. A texter says Rattler even missed practice on Monday. Quote from his dad was he was sick. Players don't believe that. Nope, not at all. Also, Nebraska fans seem to think maybe he could play there. <laughs> Delusional. Happy Thursday from Shannon O'Bannon. Hey Shannon Constant. O'Bannon. That uh, is Nebraska funny that fans. they're already like, please just get Rattler to Nebraska. So funny. Man, <sighs> idiots. Who did, who just got a that PRP guy who, who just offered him? Utah? Uh, Utah, Purdue. He's gotten a couple offers recently. So oh, good for well, him. Go on and go to Kentucky. A texter says that Jet Moans and Ryan give us a 5% chance of winning and a 30% chance of scoring a touchdown on Saturday. Good thing they both predicted a seven-win season back in July. What a bunch of losers. Just another reason KRC dominates the UK sports radio world. That That's, embar- that's embarrassing. That to, Why even talk about a game you only think they have a 5% chance of winning? 5% chance? Have a little faith. That's, that have means, a little faith. It, you know, I always like to break it down like this. It, that means if they played a hundred times, Roush, they only think Kentucky would win five of those games. Yeah, no, no, no. They'd win. I'd give them at least a thirty-three percent chance, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you I know, think that I, sounds about right. One out of three. Yeah. I, I think anywhere from twenty to thirty-three is a realistic take. You know, one in five, that may be what it takes to beat the number one team on the road. Five percent. Really? Five five percent. That's terrible. Thirty uh, percent chance of scoring a touchdown. But Kentucky hasn't scored a touchdown the last two games against Georgia. This isn't the last two games. This is a different game. This is a new different game. teams. And Kentucky has a quarterback now. Yeah, uh, I'm getting pumped up. Somebody, yeah, that that you know, that's the kind of stuff that UK football loves to feed off of. It'd be a real shame. I'm not saying use those guys as like the motivation factor, but when you got your own media saying you only have a five percent chance, I bet that could pump the players up a little bit. Texter saying after hearing the promo, I have to stand up for Justin. Look up Dingus Day. Dingus is actually a good thing in Buffalo. Roman Catholic celebration held on Easter Monday across Central Europe and in small parts of Eastern and Southern Europe. It's a tradition widely associated with Poland and is served by Polish diaspora communities. Okay, that's fine. Um, what is the celebration or what? what's the thing? Just Easter, Easter Monday. Just yeah. Easter Monday. All yeah. right, we'll celebrate that. We'll celebrate Dingus Day the day after Easter. You better be ready, Justin. <laughs> I'm ready. We're going to all put our beds on the floor. We're going Come on. to go eat at Cracker Barrel. No. And we will – what was the other silly thing you like to do? Uh, we're going to eat at Bob Evans, by the way, not Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, sure. We can go to Bob Evans. That's cool. Uh, Texter says, host producers, listeners haven't figured out that TJ was the unique kid who'd only eat a few things. Hashtag, has he never eaten, has he never eaten a fast food cheeseburger? 
Yeah, we figured that out by now. It's just sometimes you get to points where you're like, oh, wow, I'm surprised, but not really. Another texture says, is this not just a nil play for Sharp? Get paid earlier? Oh, that's a good point. Didn't think about didn't think um, about that. Yeah, that, obviously that's another – and that's I, I meant to say that if I had not mentioned that, but I also wonder, like, for the people that are worried, some of those nil deals probably are going to have clauses like – Assuming you play for Kentucky, you know, you got to yeah, play a game yeah. for Kentucky. So, yes, one, more nil sooner. Two, uh, you just had that Texas quarterback who went to Ohio State, skipped a senior year, and now he's going to be able to get nil as just like a redshirt freshman who's not going to be playing for probably at least a few years. Um, so, yeah, good point, Texer. Great point. Texer says, watch your boomer mouth, Roush. Not everyone has a DVR in 2021. LOL. Well, I don't either. I have YouTube TV, and you can DVR through that. But also, UK is going to share a lot of those clips on YouTube. Like, their introductions will be there. Um, I'm sure the cheerleaders flipping will be there. Like, all of the stuff that actually you want to watch will probably be available to watch on YouTube. So, I don't think you're going to be completely uh, hung out to dry if you can't find a way to record it. Yeah. Woohoo. Uh, by the way, we got one minute left. Predictions, Dodgers, Giants. Uh, Dodgers. I'll go Giants. I'll go Dodgers, but that's going to be a fun one. Then you get the NFL game as well. You get two college football games that won't Man, be that great. Am I going to watch a baseball game tonight? Who knows? It's going to be fun. That's the nice thing about the baby is like you just sleep kind of when you can sleep. So I'm sure I'll be up at like one when that game is ending, that baseball game. So that's pretty cool. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll have Adam Luckett on. We'll get pumped up. It's the chance for the biggest win in UK football history. And we'll be here at 7 a.m. to talk all about it on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Gale. See you on Friday.